0: vegetarian zen episode number 68 welcome to vegetarian zen
1: a peaceful place for vegetarians vegans and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle now sit back relax and prepare to get your veg on
0: Hey there, vegetarians! Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And in today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be sharing some tips for vegan baking. Now, the fall is coming up, and a lot of people like to do baking in the fall, and Larissa is one of them. I am not so much, and it's probably best, because that's not really a talent I have, <laughs> necessarily. Well, you know what it is? I'm just not as patient. You're very patient when it that's, comes to stuff like that's that. That's true. I don't read instructions no. on stuff yeah I'm, so you're I much more patient when it comes to that. okay, but getting back to the purpose of today's podcast, first, we want to give you a basic understanding of what, types of ingredients can be substituted for animal products and then we also want to help you get started creating vegan versions of your own favorite recipes that can be a lot of fun it is that i like that brings out the creativity in me
1: it is fun and i've got to say it doesn't always work the first time but you just have to test and experiment i.e.
0: sometimes it's a disaster
1: yes i've had disasters (laughs) That's okay it's
0: kind of i mean it's just fun you know it's just a kind of a fun thing to do All right, but first, let's get into, I know we have a rating.
1: Yes, we have a cat in the background, but we also have a rating. Uh, I'm not sure which one that is. That's one of the girls, but I don't know who who exactly it is. Okay, so our rating today was uh, left back on August 12th of 2014, and it is from dgirl7, who says, informative, easy to listen to, and fun. I've been a vegetarian for a year and a half and have recently started listening to podcasts. I'm very happy to have found this podcast. Vicki and Larissa have a great rapport and present the information in such a fun way. Keep up the good work, ladies.
0: Awesome. So and we got you. a little bit of an applause from somebody down there. Yeah, I think it might be Samantha. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> our cats are being a little more audible than they typically yeah. are. All right. So our Facebook shout out today goes to Mary Ida I think it's Frailer, Frailer, Frailer or Froler, I'm not okay. Really sure. And she says, hi, how are you ladies today? I was wondering if you've seen or made a little picture guide of products that are not vegetarian that you might not realize. It seems that it would make it easier for new vegetarians to know what to avoid. I am now caught up in your, on your podcast and especially like the one about transitioning to vegan as I am working on that and it can be difficult. Have you seen the documentary GMO OMG? We have not no. seen that. That sounds like a good one to it do does. a review of. It looks really good. How well, oh, I'm sorry, well, have a great night. <laughs> That's awesome. So that, thank you Mary. Thank you very much for being and she's very active on our Facebook page as well. So we greatly appreciate that. She is and I
1: am definitely going to take her, her suggestion to make a guide for products that and we have you know we've talked about this in a past episode about products that are not vegetarian that you would think are. So look for that coming up uh, here in the future.
0: Yeah, I can't remember the episode number, but it was called Oh No, It's Not Veg or something. And it, we something talked about like, like marshmallows and alcohol mm-hmm. and right. stuff like that. Okay, yeah. so I think we we'll are get ready to dive into vegan baking. Okay, I've got my chef's hat on and
1: my... Uh,
0: Your chef's hat on. I got my chef's hat on. Yeah, I was wondering what you were going to finish that with. Yeah, I have no clue. I don't know. Raincoat, uh, galoshes. Apron. 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 There you There you go. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. So what exactly, when you talk about vegan baked goods, what makes them different from, what makes a vegan coffee cake different from just a regular old coffee cake? I would say it has no animal products. Right. So things like, okay, no eggs. No milk from cows, goats, sheep, any, any animals. animals, right? No dairy cheese, no dairy sour cream, and no honey. Now, we've talked about honey before as being not vegan. Um, so those are just things that if you're going to bake something, make it vegan, you need to find substitutions for those things.
0: And that's what we're, we're here to help you with today. Yes. So let's talk about eggs. Okay. The purpose of eggs in baking is typically to bind ingredients together. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, there are some really good substitutes. So let's talk about flax eggs. Okay, so this
1: is flax and then eggs in quotes. Flax. Now these are made, of course, um, as the name implies, from flax seeds. And when you grind up flax seeds to make it like a powder and then mix it with water... It turns into this kind of gelatinous, kind of gooey, goopy substance, similar to egg whites. It'll probably be a little bit thicker than egg whites, but it's really similar. And so you can see then when you you mix that up that it would be really good at, at keeping everything together.
0: Yeah. And the thing about flax, though, is that it tends to have a bit of an earthy flavor. Mm -hmm. So you're better off using it in things like breads, muffins, pancakes, things like that, that are going to kind of lend themselves to the flax as opposed to, you know, something, well, something that's not that, (laughs) I guess. Right. You
1: might not want to use it in like, well, I was going to say you might not want to use it in like a... Meatloaf, like a a veggie loaf, but that actually would probably be good. Actually,
0: be good. (laughs) I can't think
1: of what, but something that has a more delicate flavor that you don't want that earthiness to be in. Yeah, quite
0: honestly, I mean, I even throw flax seeds in Mm -hmm. smoothies, and I, I personally can't taste it.
1: Right, and they're added to a lot of uh, different cereals, granolas, and things like that. So. And they're very good for you. They are an excellent source of omega-3 fatty acids. They're high in fiber and they are high in phytonutrient antioxidants called lignans. And so this is something that is just an extra bonus that you wouldn't get, you know, with eggs, you would get protein, but with the flax seeds, you get all these things. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, the only thing about to remember about ground flax seeds are they're highly perishable. So you want to make sure you store those in a freezer.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so how to do this, there's a couple of different ways. If you have just some whole flax seeds on hand, then just use a coffee grinder or a blender and grind those. So for one egg, you would want, the equivalent of one egg in a recipe, you would want to grind a tablespoon of whole flax seeds and then add three tablespoons of water to that powder and just whisk that you know, with a fork or a small whisk. Or if you happen to have ground flax seeds that you purchase, because you can purchase them Bob's Red Mill makes uh, ground flax seeds when they have it with all their flowers and everything in the in the grocery store. And I think we already ha- we also have those on our store, um, our Amazon store. But you can also purchase those and then just use, it would be two and a half tablespoons of the the pre-ground flax seeds plus three tablespoons of water. So same thing, whisk it together and then use that as an egg in place of an egg.
0: All right. So let's talk about silken tofu. Now, silken tofu you can use as a substitute for egg. You can blend, so a quarter cup blended of silken tofu equals one egg. So you want to blend it until it's whipped and creamy. It is heavier than eggs or other egg substitutes. So it's better for dense cakes, brownies, probably really good for those butterscotch brownies you make.
1: Yeah, I'll have to try that. I'm, yeah. I'm really curious. Now, you mentioned that earlier when we were talking about this. and so now I want to try that and see how that comes out.
0: Okay, so this is for lighter textured things. Uh, lighter textured things can you can try using less. So, for example, um, for a three egg recipe, use only two. Try just to experiment with that. The equivalent, yeah. So use the if you have if your recipe calls for three eggs
1: and you're making it vegan, then use just a half a cup, cup of right?
0: tofu, right? Blended. Oh, I did math live now. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> In front of people. Yeah, that is that's so cool. I'm 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 proud and impressed.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so one thing about the tofu though that you want to take note of as, you know, as we mentioned, it's good for like heavier, dense things. So, one of the things that it does is it takes away the capacity for crispness in your baked goods, so it's really not recommended for cookies or other recipes that need to be crispy. Now, if you're making soft, like cake-like cookies, then it would probably work. But if you're making something that's supposed to be thin and crispy, I would use um, maybe flax. I don't know how that would be, or the next one.
0: Yes, I was going to say, so going, that's a perfect segue into the next uh, ingredient Mm -hmm. substitute. That's enter. G mm-hmm. capital G egg replacer. Uh, it's made of potato and tapac- ta- tapioca starches, <laughs> and it's better for recipes that should be crispy. I personally like stuff like that that's crispier, baked goods that are crispier. Mm-hmm.
1: I know you like always. You always like crispy cookies. So she always says, "Well, if you're making chocolate chip cookies, can you make them crispy?" Because I like I I like crispy okay on some of them, but then I also like like soft chewy things too. So. Yeah. So um, now and the energy is. comes in a box and you can get it at some natural food stores or like Whole Foods, but we also do have a link to it in our Amazon store as well. And, you know, as we always say, as we're mentioning things that we have links to our store, uh those are affiliate links so if you purchase through the link that you click on on our website it we will get a small commission
0: no extra charge no, to you. You no don't charge pay one to you. cent extra than you would if you didn't go through our affiliate link it's just amazon says hey thanks and throws us back a couple of bucks for a mm-hmm. juice or right. smoothie or something <laughs> right all right, so let's move into our fourth ingredient, and that is banana. And I know you're not very fond of bananas, but bananas can be used also as an egg substitute. Half a ripe banana, now the key being there being ripe mm-hmm. banana, ma- blended or mashed, is e- the equivalent of one egg. And you want to make sure it's ripe because it will not get that uh, binding. Mushy. Yeah, that yeah. binding. You won't have that same binding effect with a real mushy kind mm. of banana. I'm sorry, a real uh, raw, the green green
1: type. Yeah, if you've ever tried to like mash a a banana that's just turned yellow with a fork, it doesn't work very well. You need the ones that are like soft.
0: So this is going to be better in cakey type things like quick breads, muffins, cakes. Uh, Again, we don't really use that that much because Larissa doesn't care for it. Mm -hmm. Any hint of banana, she does not like.
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah, too much of this will make it taste like bananas, which (laughs) I'm not a fan of. All right, so let's move into number five. Okay, so vegan yogurt is another thing that you can try substituting for egg. So this is vegan yogurt is of course anything that's non dairy. So it would it, it's usually made from either soy, rice, or coconut milk or you know products, and you can try. And again, that's it's something that the coconut would probably have more of a coconutty flavor. Um, so you you want to just experiment a quarter cup of. One of those vegan yogurts would be the equivalent of an egg.
0: All right, let's talk about milk. It used to be dairy milk. Used to be one of your favorite things in the world. It did. It let's did. talk about the the purpose of it is to add moisture mm-hmm. and ingredients. But there are substitutes. Obviously, there are the nut milks, grains, seeds. Mm-hmm. So, for- so
1: for grains, grains, you're talking about oats. Uh, seeds would be like hemp, hemp milk, um, and then of course your nuts.
0: Yeah. Well, now hemp and oat oat are tend to be thicker Mm -hmm. whereas almond soy and rice tend to be thinner now our favorite is almond we typically Mm -hmm. have that around larissa has a video that she made recently of the uh making the almond milk which as you see is very easy in fact we talked earlier about doing a vanilla and a chocolate version of Mm -hmm. that also right? right
1: right and that's it's super simple to do
0: okay so now
1: speaking of flavors uh each of those different types of milk has a different flavor. You know, uh, almond milk does kind of taste like almonds and you want to, with that in mind, use whatever will kind of complement what it is that you're baking. Or if it's something, if you're making a savory dish like macaroni and cheese or like a, a cream soup or something like that, you obviously don't want to put, like, chocolate almond milk in there because it's probably not. Well, I don't know. Might. Uh, no. No. So uh, keep in mind what you're using it in. So for savory dishes, it's best to usually stick to the plain variety, so unsweetened, unflavored, almond milk, soy milk, whatever. And then but with baking, you can try out different flavors. So if you want to try like some almond milk that's vanilla or cinnamon or something like that, or even maybe chocolate. If you're making chocolate muffins or chocolate brownies, then try some chocolate soy milk or chocolate almond milk and in, in place in, you know, when the recipe calls for milk. See what happens.
0: And uh, it, you can buy these store-bought, but if you look at the label, and we've talked about this a little bit in, a, in probably several of our previous podcasts, there are a lot of additives in the store-bought versions. If you're going to buy, just make sure that it's, unsweet, if, uh, it's unsweetened mm-hmm. because they put a ton of sugar in some of the ones that are sweetened. Yeah. But
1: then you know, if you're buying store-bought, you're also getting the additives, preservatives, chemicals that are put, it, put mm-hmm. in there to make it shelf-stable.
0: All right, let's talk about buttermilk. Okay. So, I, I've tried buttermilk, like just drinking it a little bit mm-hmm. to see what it tastes like because I was curious. Mm-hmm. It's really gross just yeah. to drink it like that. Does <laughs> well, anybody
1: it, drink it like yeah, that? Yeah, they, they really do. Really? And, you know, of course, <sighs> my, you know, grand, the, whenever I think of drinking buttermilk, I think of like my grandparents in the country drinking buttermilk. I just, I can't. It was no. really nasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's good in stuff, but okay, so. It tastes like.
0: Milk gone bad to me. That's what it tasted like. Yucky,
1: and that's what it smells like to me too. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're not using dairy buttermilk, uh, the best thing to do if a recipe calls for buttermilk is to take your nut milk, your your non dairy milk, and add. Okay, so get your get your measuring cup. Put in a tablespoon of either lemon juice or apple cider vinegar and then fill it up to the the one cup line with your non-dairy milk. So that'll be essentially a cup, but then it's minus that one tablespoon that you're replacing with an acidic ingredient. And then just let that sit for a few minutes and it kind of curdles a little bit. And that's, that'll give you your buttermilk substitute.
0: So let's talk about butter substitutes. Now this is pretty easy. So we have earth balance, which now you want to make sure that if you're using this in recipes that you're using the buttery sticks, the shortening sticks, or the soy-free sticks. Not the the Not spreadable like the one tub that comes in the tub. You're right, exactly. And that's made from an oil blend of canola, flax, olive, palm fruit, soybean, except of course for the soy-free, and that doesn't have soy. It just doesn't have the soybean. Right, yeah. exactly. There's also canola oil. So for a half cup butter, substitute a third cup canola. oil. Canola oil. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, going back to the earth balance real fast, mm-hmm. it's a one-to-one ratio on that. Oh, yeah. So if, yeah, yeah. If, you have a, if your recipe calls for a half a cup of butter, then you would just use a half a cup yeah. of the Yeah, that's why it's so easy. You don't have yes. to really think about that. Exactly.
0: All right. Then there's applesauce or prune puree. So half a cup of butter, use a third cup unsweetened applesauce. For half a cup of butter, use half a cup prunes pureed with a quarter cup water.
1: Right. And, you know, you can try either one of those uh, with the applesauce. Make sure that it is the natural unsweetened, doesn't have the cinnamon sugar added and all that stuff. Just make sure it's regular, natural, organic, um,
0: non-GMO applesauce. All right. And so for our last substitute for butter, uh, we have avocado. Uh, Larissa, now now props to Larissa, because in our last episode, I was giving her a little bit of we for not trying avocado I, I was thinking she didn't give it a fair shake I said she said she tried it a long time ago I said but your tastes have changed so she was a sport and decided to try a bite of an avocado that I had and she officially does not like it <laughs> yeah I, it, I gotta tell you I mean it just to me it was just awful she said it tasted like dirt which is funny because it comes from a tree but <laughs> well and I keep trying to explain this to you it's not exactly dirt it's just I can't think of
1: A precise thing to say that it tastes like. All right. She didn't like it. It's just that I
0: didn't like it. It's like my, it's one of my favorite things to eat. And salads and a bunch of stuff like that.
1: I'm happy for you and you can have all of them. Yes.
0: Well, that that kind of does work out, doesn't it? (laughs) Because anytime she orders something and it comes with guacamole or goes avocado, right to you. it comes over to my plate. i don't
1: have to say hold the guacamole i just say put it on the side
0: <laughs> all right well half a cup of mashed ripe avocado is equal to half a cup of butter
1: right now again this is one of the ones that it probably won't work in everything um it may be similar to banana it's not you know you don't want to use it in something that's really delicate that you're going to notice the flavor right uh, but you can try it and again it would probably be good for things that are more dense
0: Okay, let's talk about sweeteners.
1: All right. So, if you're going to use granulated type sugar, you want to make sure that if you're doing vegan baking, that you're, you know that it's vegan. Uh, the surest way is to look for vegan on the label if you're buying sugar in the store. But you also want to look uh, if you if there if you don't have that option make sure you're buying unrefined sugar. And the reason for this is that when sugar is refined, the process often uses bone char, which is from animals. Right.
0: And we talked about this was also something we mentioned in our, oh, no, it's not veg episode.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. So look for unrefined sugar. uh, Check for the vegan label. Okay. So there are other options, though, besides just the granulated either beet, Or cane sugar.
0: Let's talk about those options. We have agave nectar, maple syrup, and brown rice syrup. And there are some others. I mean, these are just the main... Yeah, those are some... uh, Yeah. So just remember, and also honey is not, as we talked about, is not on the the, uh, okay list for vegans. For vegan, right. If
1: you're really vegan and you, you stick to that, then no honey. So that's something to consider. Now, if you have vegan friends or family who, you know, you're baking something for, leave out the honey, find something else. Now, maple syrup is really good. Uh, It's, you were talking, you were telling me this morning, and I didn't know this, about how the...
0: Yeah, I was doing some research on acidic versus alkaline foods, which, of course, you want to maintain a very neutral... Uh, acid level in your blood pH, system, right. pH, yeah, pH level. And we're going to probably do a, a future episode on this. But one of the things I was really happy to see was maple syrup was more on the alkaline side than the acidic, whereas processed sugars and things like that were more on the acidic side. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so more to come on that, but I was happy to see that on, on that end of the spectrum.
1: Okay, now here's something that we didn't mention. Uh, it kind of goes without saying with us, but no artificial sweeteners ever. <laughs> ever no Do wire not. hangers no wire hangers
0: <laughs> no seriously i mean you, you just keep seeing study after study coming out about how this is linked to poor health and cancer just, it's and it's all coming kinds out. of I stuff i mean it's yeah. been it's starting to really i think uh make news now mm-hmm. that it's been around for a while and i think we're actually starting to see the effects i think a lot of this stuff is oh it's too new we can't really say it's inconclusive well I mean, it's getting pretty, the picture's getting pretty clear on that stuff. It's just better not to have Mm -hmm. anything that people make that's, that's chemically, all, that's all, uh, chemicals. Right. It's all chemicals.
1: Exactly. And you know, the thing about Splenda, when Splenda first came out, their big selling point, their big advertising marketing thing was, it's made from sugar. Okay, well, yeah, but it's chemically altered. You don't want to mess with that. It's like Frankenstein. It's like, you know, um, cloning,
0: it's just stuff you don't want to do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I certainly don't want to eat it. And that's why we've changed our eating the way we have.
0: Yeah. And the other thing to Just a reminder that marshmallows, with Halloween coming up, they'll probably be like, I can see all these little like ghost marshmallow things. Mm -hmm. Just remember that if you're trying to eat more vegan, that marshmallows do have gelatin, which can contain bones and Mm -hmm. ground-up tendons or something like that. But it it contains animals. So in our Amazon store, we do have a link to a vegan marshmallow product that we really like. I really Mm -hmm. like those marshmallows. I cannot tell the difference.
1: No. In fact, I like them better. Yeah, I do too. The other ones. But yeah, we do have
0: a Especially link. knowing I'm not eating bone. Yes. <laughs> bonus. Yes. That would be good in some uh, you cocoa or something, right? You when missed that. You missed it. Of course, it's still like 95 degrees here. So.
1: She's ignoring me. Look at her. She's ignoring me. What did you she, say? I said, it's a bonus.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> all right so on that note so Um, now okay what
1: just one one more quick thing Uh one thing that we really didn't talk about and this is of course like the biggest part of baking uh is flour and i the reason i didn't is because there are you know we could actually we could actually kind of do like a separate episode just on flour but that would be really boring but um If you're going to use there, of course, there are tons of different flour options. There's oat flour, there's, you know, bran flour, grand flour, there's all different things. But if you're going to use processed flour, uh, look for flour that's unbleached. And the reason for that is that the bleaching, you know, is done with chemicals. So you just don't want to have that extra chemical um, stuff when you don't need it. So that's my little flour thing.
0: Well, hopefully today we've given you a basic understanding of what types of ingredients you can use to substitute for animal products in your baking and to help you get started thinking about creating some vegan versions of your own favorites. It's really fun to do that. So think about a favorite uh, baked good of yours and see if there's anything that you can make a little substitution here or there and make it a little more. Healthy for you and healthier for the planet and, the uh, of course, the animals.
1: Right. Okay, now, so that's uh, keeping that in mind. Moving on to the recipe of the week. That's what I'm going to be doing this time around is I'm going to take the recipe that my dad's mom used to use for oatmeal cookies that my dad just loves. And you, you like them, right?
0: I don't like oatmeal cookies except for the ones you make. Uh, yeah. now, you know what? This so would be sweet. a good... This would be a really good experiment too, because I wonder if you can experiment with the crispy versus chewy. Because oh your God. dad likes them chewy, right? I yeah, and I do too. And I like them crispy.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I was totally gonna say. See, when you're when you've been together as long as we have, you finish finish each other's <laughs> thoughts. So that's what I was gonna say with what with this. What I'd like to do is take that original recipe and try it different ways. So try it with the different egg substitutes yes. and try
0: it with you know so i'm thinking p- silk and tofu for the ones you're going to make for your dad because we talked about that one being uh heavier uh-huh. than than eggs and so things can, tend to come out a little more mm-hmm. dense and the energy mm-hmm. egg replacers the thing that makes them crispy mm-hmm. so that'd be really really interesting to mm-hmm. kind of do a side by side i'll of try those a couple too. different yeah. ones
1: yeah and then we'll just have a lot of cookies to eat so um yeah I guess I will have to start exercising.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I ran six miles today. All again. right, yay. yay! So I think I can have maybe a cookie, right? Okay, I think I earned a cookie. All right, let's move into our quote of the week. Okay, the quote this week—I think it's anonymous, right? As far as I can tell, I couldn't okay. find anyone to attribute this to. So the quote this week—I think week I, is... I saw it on a greeting card, actually. Oh. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> the quote this week is, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, it's how you bake the cake.
1: I just thought that was appropriate. It's right? cute.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a cute quote. So got to love the greeting cards. <laughs> all right. So I think that does it for our episode this week. All right. as a reminder, a 70. Yeah, as a reminder, all of the resources that we use to research our our uh, the information that we're sharing with you today can be found on our show notes page for this episode. So head on over and check it out. I'm counting about six links there that you're going to be linking to. I've
1: got, yeah, I've like got Something six like on that. our outline here, but I think I have a few more I'll probably throw in. And then, uh, you know, of course, I always link back to our own recipes and and our own uh, Amazon links and stuff too in the show notes. So make sure you check those out. There's a lot of stuff packed in there.
0: Yes. And as uh, another thing I'd like to mention is that we're going to try to do a better job of spinning off some other additional resources for you from our podcast so for example we talked about a video perhaps supporting Mm -hmm. some portions of this episode and so we would be a video around vegan baking whether Mm -hmm. it's larissa's side-by-side comparison or something like that she probably won't bore you with like walking through the entire no but we could compare the results yeah exactly uh an infographic maybe or Uh, Mm -hmm. something on uh, pinterest of course all our recipes go out on pinterest so head on out there all of our podcast
1: episodes go out on pinterest as well
0: that's right so make sure you're heading out to those other social media areas and checking out the stuff that we have out there for you because it's not all especially youtube oh especially youtube larissa's really having a lot of fun with that so we'd (laughs) love to hear your feedback on how that's going she's really getting sophisticated with that stuff too i'm all fancy now (laughs)
1: all right well i think that does it for today sweet i guess we will see you next time peace out bye
0: hey veg thanks so much for joining us today please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com you can also find us on facebook at facebook forward slash vegetarianzen or on twitter at vegetarian zen until next time wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind